So, I mean, what did they say when they got in? I am so fancy. Well, no, I told him that I didn't know what I was doing. Because it, it was forced. <laughs> See, that's the worst thing you could have done. It was forced upon me because I didn't know. I was getting ready to park, and they're like, oh, no. It's like forced complimentary valet. <laughs> Well, see, I was just know it from, you know, from movies because clearly I'm fancy as well. Like you're supposed to like fold up the dollar bill and like put it in your palm and like hand it off. I mean, did you do any of this? I didn't fold anything up. But okay. I did. Was I supposed to do it at the beginning? I think you messed up. I think I did. You should probably check your car for damage. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And we have, thank you for finding us. We have a lot to get to today, um, but a lot of it is just going to be Sarah X. Dillon. That's be- true. I had a, a very exciting interview this morning. It was super funny. Uh, so I was joined by Adam Ray, who's going to be performing uh, tonight and tomorrow night at Helium Comedy Club. And that dude was awesome. Yeah. He was uh, really funny. I am and, but really Greg bummed was, I missed it. I know. So Greg, of course, works for Digital Trends. So he was downtown, ended up having to miss the interview. But um, it was it was really funny. Yeah. I am looking forward to listening to it. Yeah. Because I want to hear it. But, there is uh, something that, um, that, he sh- that he actually shows me live uh, during the interview that I have never seen before. That is one of the most disturbing things I've seen in quite some time. What was that thing we that we used to do on the Rick Emerson show? Video rodeo. Video rodeo, yeah. Yep. Where you so just you have to listen could... to somebody talking about what it is that they're looking at. No, no, at. no. You, you had to watch the video, but then you couldn't look away. Oh, ooh. Yeah, yeah I remember was... when that would go on, and I never did it. Video rodeo I didn't want to do the it. worst. So, yeah, you would find the most horrific things on the internet. Not like, you know, like torture or like, you know, nothing like that, but like right. just disgusting and it would be like a, a competition between two people to see who looks away first. <laughs> and there are some pretty horrible things. Um, one of which is this video that Adam showed me okay. on the show. So, Well, there's your guarantees. Yeah. Whatever that is that you're going to be talking about in oh, this. It was, so. it was not what I expected. <laughs> Thank you to Adam for coming by, too. And sorry I missed him and, and everything. But yeah, Helium Comedy Club. Go there and get to... <laughs> get your tickets to go yes. see Adam this weekend. Um, also, we have other things to address as well, but we need to talk about Sarah. You know, she makes fun of me for being all fancy now, but it sounds like uh, Sarah may be the fancier one when it comes down to this. I so, was for a moment last night, I was. You were for a moment for like, living for in like your like fancy a, glory? Yeah, I was pretty fancy for like a, for a little bit there. Okay, so what was this that you did yesterday? So, um, so last night uh, I went out to dinner, so my aunt and uncle and cousin invited me uh, to take me out to a fancy dinner. So we've been putting this off for months because our schedules haven't met up. So basically they wanted to take me out as a congratulations for selling my first house. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so we'd been talking about this since, I don't know, December. And we our schedules just hadn't met, like met up. And finally we were able to schedule it for last night. And they kept telling me about their favorite restaurant in Portland, which I had never been to. And I guess my parents used to go to it all the time when it was called something else. Okay. Because it's up next to OHSU and um, for like special events and stuff. When my dad was in medical school at OHSU, they would go there to like celebrate. And so it's this place. So it's called, up in the hills over Portland? It's up in the hills over Portland off of Terwilliger. It's called the Chart House. Okay. Which I, I. Oh, I've been there actually once. You have? I have been to the Chart House. It was a long, long time ago. It has like a really awesome view. It's it has like, like super huge, fancy. It's like built on the side of the hill and it's super fancy and it yeah. overlooks like Southwest Portland. You could see downtown. It's like all windows and like linen tablecloths. and Linen. It was so fancy. All right. So I'm going to meet my, uh, my aunt and uncle. And cousin. In case you didn't know it, we're not really fancy people. Although I fancy myself a fancy person because I do believe that. I mean, you kind of dress the fancy part, particularly since, you know, you spend a lot of time downtown. Oh, but that's fake. You wear super shiny, clacky, like expensive shoes. They're not like, that clacky. They're I can hear you coming, like, by the time you hit the stairwell, and that's a good, like, 20 feet away. Is that because I have a heavy gait? That could be. Is that what it is? your extremely large gait. Okay, my very large (laughs) gait. So, um, yeah, so I'm not used to being fancy, but my family, the side of my family definitely is. Okay. So they, like, go there all the time, and they're like, well, why don't we take you to this place? It's very nice. Now, I knew it was nice, but I didn't realize it was, like, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So... I put, you know, into my Waze app and I'm like driving up into the into the hills. I'm like, oh, well, this is very pretty up here. And then uh, finally, you know, it tells me to take a right and I pull in into the parking lot and there's a parking lot of parking spots. I'm like, oh, cool. Plenty of parking spots. Getting ready to go park. And I see this giant sign, like this fold, the sandwich bar that just says stop. And it says complimentary valet. I'm like, oh, no. Complimentary valet. But it was complimentary in the way where you don't have a choice. Oh, I didn't think because I was just I, I kind of so I pulled up 
And you can't drive through without, you know, passing by this giant stop sign. And there's someone standing out there, one of the valet dudes. And I'm just like, Is he in oh. like a bellhop kind of outfit? Did they have no. like a valet outfit? No, he was just like super normal, like cool guy. Okay. Super, yeah. And he was just like, hey. I'm like, and so I rolled down my window, which I have never encountered valet before. I don't know what that says about my life, but I've never been to a place where you've had somebody park had valet. Someone park my car. I'm trying to think. I feel like I have, but I can't really name a specific time when that's happened for me. No, it was very odd. It caught me completely off guard. Yeah. Because I'm not expecting someone to be in my car. Right. Which, you know, that's kind of something you which thankfully I've just I just cleaned out my car after the whole like tire debacle. Like I cleaned out everything. Like so my car's actually pretty clean. <sighs> I know, right? That makes me nervous all the time. <laughs> like my truck I've got my pickup truck. It's, you know, I'm slowly uh, getting it. I'm doing some more work this weekend so I can actually finally get the Jeep. But right now, it's one of those things where I always worry. Like if somebody asks for a ride, I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, but Uh, uh, my car's a little bit messy. Uh, And it is. It is. Oh, it's messy. (laughs) It's messy. New new Jeep will not be messy. No. And that's right. Like my old car, super messy. Oh, Uh, yeah. Your old car. It was yes. It was not. It left something to be desired. But this one, I've kept. Uh, I've taken really good care of. It's super okay. clean. All right. But yeah, so I pull up and I'm just like, hi. So is, I'm like, so do I have to, do this? <laughs> I'm like, is this a suggestion or, is it like required? Because I can like, park my own car. It's fine. He's like, oh well, no, it's complimentary. Like we're happy to do it. So that's like a non-answer, which means like I have to give. That him means get out of your car. That means get out of your car. Yeah. And so. You know, and he was being very friendly about it. And I actually, since I am an overtalker, I was like, I'm sorry. This but- is what I'm wondering about. Yeah. What you did in a nervous situation, you do overtalk. I, well, I didn't. I wasn't nervous so much as I was just confused because I didn't know if it, I had to do it. Let me ask you. Did you start telling him why you were there, what you were celebrating, no, what I you were going, who you were going to be that, meeting? I did say, I'm sorry. I'm not used to being fancy. I live over in <laughs> southeast Portland. Oh, see, this is your first mistake. <laughs> I know. And you know what the dude, he looks at me, he goes. I live in Southeast, too. What part do you live in? And they told them, we live, like, basically right near each other. So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, so this made me feel a little more comfortable. Because I'm like, I'm not used to the fancy. I'm like, so do I just give you my I key? used to being so fancy. I know. And I wore a dress and everything. <laughs> I did. My shoe broke. I had to super glue it back together before I uh, before I left. That was fun. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I get out of the car. And he's just like, you know, I'll take good care of it. And it'll be ready for you when you're done. I'm like, Okay. And that made me super nervous. But then he just like zips around, you know, and goes and perfectly parks my car. So I'm like, cool. I don't have a car now. So I go yeah. inside. And he's got your keys. So you're stuck. Like you have no keys. choice. Yeah. And I'm always super paranoid about my keys. So I always separate my car keys from all my other keys. Because, of course, remember, key clay. And I'm afraid someone's going to try and break You believe it. that somebody's going to take your keys when you hand them to them. And then that way they're going to make copies. copies. And then they're going to show up at your house later. Not to say that anyone looked suspect there. They didn't. And they're clearly, you know, living a great life. No, this is obviously your paranoia. It has nothing to do with, it's not a reflection upon them. So, you know, so I had to separate my car key from all my other keys. So I gave him, you know, my car key. (laughs) Did you explain to him? No, I didn't say that. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't trust you. I don't want to give you my keys because, you know, I. it's possible you could be making copies of those. It's not Keon personal. Says, but. Uh, only you two can make parking, uh, valley parking sound like a hostage situation. <laughs> I really just wanted to park my car, but I'm like, okay. So it's like a gentle suggestion, but just so you know, if you're ever going there, it's required. At least it was on a Thursday night. So, okay. So I park my car, go in, see my aunt and uncle. They're, you know, dressed. They all always look so nice. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin. She always looks great, too. And then we always – so we got to get like a – they made reservations. So we have this fancy table window. Oh, nice. Yeah. So or this window, it's like right in the corner. Like you can oversee all of Portland. Now, what were the other clientele like at this place? So fancy. Okay. There were like – it was a lot of older, really thin women. Okay. Soup like rich thin. Rich th- Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. There's like the – there's like thin and there's like like New York – Rich then, like okay. they were like New York rich then. Like they're thin because they have the money to for all that stuff, or yes. they just starve themselves. What is this? I don't know. I think it's but I don't know. Maybe trainers, maybe whatever. They're gotcha. just like rich people thin. Okay. And lots of you know, like long, I think everybody knows what that is. Exactly. When you say rich people thin, long yeah, yeah. gray hair. Like with there were lots of like like jewel encrusted like hair thingamabobs that were like everyone like that would like glint in the light as you walk by, and everyone had like jewels on, like hair jewels. No, like clips, but they were like bejeweled. Okay. So it was like really sparkly. Everyone okay. had a lot of, like the ladies had a lot of sparkles. The men were all wearing like suits. Okay. And Yikes. Yeah. So it was a little intimidating, but um, 
Yeah, ended up so after I got through the valet thing, went and sat down, and I just kind of totally felt like a bumpkin. Right. I was just like, wow, I've never been in a place like this before. <laughs> Boy, wait, what kind of food you got to serve here? And I was just looking at the price. I was just like, because it's expensive. I mean, it's really good, but it's, I'm like, and I, I was worried. I'm like, I'm like, Uncle John, like, I don't, this is all so expensive. It's like, you get whatever you want. Okay, when somebody says that to you, I ask, you, yeah. What do you, what do you say? I asked like four times. I'm like, but I kind of, because I haven't had lobster bisque in like 10 years. <laughs> And it was like an add-on. It was like, but it was so good. I'm like, well, can I, I mean, I know I'm going to get an entree, but can I also get like soup? He's like, get whatever you want. If you want soup and a salad, like just get what you want. I'm serious. Like this is celebrating you. This is your special night. It was so awesome. That's very nice of them. But also when somebody says that and they're like, no, pick out, you know, get whatever you want. Like, no worries. It's it's on me. I still automatically just go to the low price stuff. Me too. I'm like, oh, no, I, I shouldn't get that. I shouldn't get salmon. That's not what I should get. I should get cod. Or, you know, take a look at it and let's like going to the lower price stuff. Yeah. It's really hard for me not to do it that. It was for me too, but then he kept saying it. I know that's a it. real big problem, uh, first world problem that it is. No, but, I, but it But is. you know what I mean. Like, but it's awkward because sometimes people say it and don't mean it. Other yeah. times people mean it, but then you can't tell if they actually mean it. But he meant it. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, get what you want. We ordered like appetizers. I got, and then in the same like not having a lot of money thing, we're like, I, I ordered a glass of wine, but I didn't want like, I didn't order the one that I wanted because it was like super expensive. Right. You knock it down. So I knocked level. it down. So I got it back down into the single digits instead of like the $16 glass of wine I wanted. I got the $9 one, uh-huh. which is still ridiculous. I mean, that's two bottles of my regular wine that I It is. Usually. Yeah. Did you say that to them? <laughs> I said it to my uncle. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> Oh, Sarah, See, this like, is why you're doing a bad job of being a fancy person. I know, and the, it was like the This glass is much too of my normal it was, bottles. It was the heaviest <laughs> wine glass I've ever had. I don't know if it was like crystal or something, but it was this giant. So they give you. How much do you think this glass is worth? Sorry, this is the voice I have for you. I know. Being so at this it's, thing. A huge, it's a giant crystal wine glass that they bring you. And so she, like, you know, very proper, you know, server, very, she was very nice. Um, you know, comes out with a tiny little carafe and then, you know, plunks the giant crystal wine glass down and then, you know, pours the teeny tiny amount of wine you know into the glass because the more expensive the wine is the smaller the pour is that true it seems to be every time i've been at a okay. fancy place all right yeah so i had like my fancy wine had um and so i did get what i want i got it was the best meal i have ever had i Re- haven't serious i don't go to a lot of like big fancy dinners like some people want to know kirk nibbler but but that was that's work dinners like I got, but yes, that's true. I got like a lobster bisque. I had macadamia nut encrusted mahi with a side of oh my gosh of hand whipped garlic potatoes and like grilled asparagus. It was ridiculous. That sounds amazing. It I'm really like, hungry right now. I yeah, I know. Me too. I'm just salivating thinking about it. And then at the end, it's like we they have this like specialty dessert that they make. It takes a half an hour to make, so you have to order it before you order your dinner. What? Mm-hmm. A dessert that takes a half an hour to make. Yeah, and it's this uh, this lava cake, like ice cream cake thing. It is the best thing I have ever eaten. Like when it comes wow. to like a cake or a delicacy, like a chocolate thing. Yeah, it's hot, like melted chocolate in the middle of this handmade cake with like homemade ice cream on the top of it. Whoa! It was so good. Whoa! And then I couldn't move afterward. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know had, and then I felt like a grown up because then we we all had like a coffee. Oh, afterward, like an after dinner coffee, like coffee, and then like eating. Oh, that is fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't normally do that. I'm yeah. like, nope, got to go, can't, can't do that. But so that, so you did the full on fancy thing. Did the full on fancy thing. It was like two and a half, almost three hour dinner. Okay. Multiple core. It was, it was amazing. It's being noted in the chat that uh, most desserts take at least a half hour to make. I, I don't order desserts. I, I don't usually either. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, no, that's too fancy for my blood. But yeah. okay, so you're doing this, and, and again, I'm learning from this because I figured that you're going to be going into your, you know, real estate life, and it's you're going to be this is going to be part of your life. I now. need to be, so I need to just learn again to not blurt out things. Yes, blurting. <laughs> this costs. <laughs> I can get two bottles of plant pantry for how much this this glass cost. Is that what you said? Yes. Oh, no, man, I didn't say it to the uh, server. I was just saying it to my family. Oh, and they know they. They know. They've known me since I was born. Like they know. They, they know what's going on over here. Okay. They know this isn't a, so. I mean, but I think they were all just really tickled because I I was just so excited. Yeah. You know, because everything well, that's is great. Like the best tasting. That's thing. an awesome because thing. Because it was the best tasting thing. Yeah. But it then was though, so good. see, you have to learn though how to blend in at these kinds of things. It's true. I didn't. And the one thing that I'm looking at is, um, you know, when you go back out there and you're deal- dealing with a valet. Because I've seen this mm. on movies. You know, you have to, like, tuck the dollar bill. Like, you, like, fold it, right? 
you fold it into like squares and then you like slide are your you palm along. Are you talking about casino? <laughs> you are. I, You're thinking about Sharon Stone getting paid for like. Yeah, isn't that what she does? And then she like hands it off to I the. I think that's for prostitution. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty oh. sure. Okay. So maybe um, that's I a little had, bit different. I had a $5 bill. So I gave him a five. I'm like, here you go. And I didn't fold it. I just gave it to him. He was like, hey, thanks. And then that was it. And oh. I got my car back. See, I thought that was supposed to be the, the fancy, end. like, slide it off and, you know, you hand it off to them. and They would probably be creeped out by that if you're going to be, like, <laughs> rubbing their palms. Yeah, and then you rub the palm and then they Are you going to say something keys. like, let me grease your palm a little bit? Let me bit. grease your palm there, partner. Oh, yeah. so creepy. I thought that's how that's supposed to work, but okay, yeah. that's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, it was a magical night. I, I definitely didn't feel like I belonged, but it was, like, stunningly gorgeous. Now, do you wonder if they took your car out for a drive? While you were in there? I don't know. I don't think they did. They're, it was very well-to-do. Well, I mean, I'm saying it's well-to-do, and I'm not saying this happened, but I would think it. I'd be okay. like, what are you doing? You, my you car, I love my car. It's a nice car. It's a yeah. beautiful car. That entire lot was full of BMWs and Mercedes and Porsches. Okay. So I think if they were going if to take, going which to they wouldn't, one? because they were hardworking individuals, they would have not picked my car Yours wouldn't be the one. Unless mine would be like, yeah, I'm, or mine could be desirable. What if they take probably... your car? Because there's that movie where those that was filmed in Portland, and where they they take the car out and they go commit a crime, and the valets do, you know, in the in the other person's car, Uh-oh. and then they put the car back. Yeah, I'm no. just saying that's something you should be aware of when you're driving around. I mean, we were in there for almost three hours. Yeah, and I didn't go outside to check. Yeah, and even if it's not the people there, you know, maybe somebody walked up and grabbed the keys and went out and did something and then brought it back in. Nobody did anything, and the whole experience... well, it's something to be just aware of that that could have happened with your vehicle and you could be driving around right now and it could have done something so I guess my word of wisdom is if you are going out to a fancy dinner and you don't know whether or not they have valet parking and they'll force you to do it then maybe just make sure your car is clean I did totally leave a thing of um, cream cheese I had a cream cheese container sitting next to me on my seat because I forgot to bring it in after because I had had it for lunch with some of my food and so I like went and like hit it in the back of my car and like threw a jacket over it really quick so I wouldn't be like the weird girl with cream cheese in her pants. Oh, imagine the things that they see too. Oh, yeah. With that, like, is this girl just driving around like just dipping her mm. fingers in cream cheese as she's driving around? Like, what is she? How is she even eating it? That would totally look like that. Yeah, I did it looked like it, you're taking a couple fingers and dipping it, it in, in your cream cheese. I did have it in the cup holder before because. Oh, no. Because I wanted to not forget to take it out of my car. And of course, I forgot to take it out of my car. And then when I see the ballet, I'm like, oh. And then hid the cream cheese. Oh, I need to get the cream cheese out of the back of my car. Yeah, that's that's not going to be a good thing. Not going to be a good thing. Yeah, it would look like you're a cream cheese scooper. Why was the cream cheese in your car? Because to be honest, because I had brought it for lunch, and I had had some of my anyway. I, I had some like Morningstar Buffalo chicken wing things, and I like to have them with cream cheese. And so I had that. For yeah, lunch, that's one of your go tos. Yeah, and then I brought the cream cheese home with me so I could bring it home, and then I left it in my car. So okay, so you weren't just double dipping in there I with was your fingers, not scooping out, scooping out, cream and slurping some no. cream cheese on the way. Okay, all right. All right. Well, why don't we get to <laughs> Our interview. Yeah, so... uh, Mr. Jenke in the chat says, uh, Sarah presses some cream cheese into the valet's hand. Here's a little something for your trouble. Go ahead. Take a dip. (laughs) Take a dip out of there. Get in there. Get you some. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Well, I do think, though, just really quick, just about valets, just because they are seeing like the... I mean, I guess most people have clean cars, so that's that's a little bit different. But just looking at people getting in there and judging, like even when my, my truck was stolen, I was so embarrassed just for like the police... To see back there, I'm like, yeah, sorry, no, it was messy like that beforehand. Oh, that yeah, wasn't they're him. like, oh my god, he did all of what the did damage. What did he do in here? I'm like, no, that was me. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. You win. He <laughs> didn't drink like ten sparkly waters and throw the cans in the back while he was gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, you win. I know. Okay, like I don't even know where to dust for fingerprints in this. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm a mess. All right, anyway. Oh. Uh, yes. So here's the thing. So earlier today, Sarah uh, had an interview with Adam Ray. Yes. Comedian in town at Helium Comedy Club, which was really cool. I unfortunately missed it. Uh, but we are going to play that interview for you now. Yeah, he's he's awesome. If you get a chance to go see him, check him out. He, um, Yeah, I, I don't think we've ever met him before. He was just really, really funny. Just a really cool, like, down-to-earth guy. From yeah. C- grew up in Seattle. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about that, a little bit about... The video he showed, oh gosh. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot that's going on. There's a lot that happens. All right, well, let's go ahead and let's air that. So uh, (laughs) here you go. We'll be back after that. Uh, Here is uh, Sarah's interview with Adam Ray. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club. Again, get your tickets. Corner of Ninth and Hawthorne. It's an amazing club. 
And uh, here we go. And who are also just like the cutest puppies. We can just start talking about dogs. This is what our show is. We just do. And you can wear the headphones, not wear the headphones. If you don't want to wear them, you can just take them off the mic. You probably want it, is that right? Oh, yeah. You do or don't want it. Uh, You don't have to. Yeah, okay, cool. No, everyone feels like they have to. I'm like, if you're not comfortable with it. But then I feel weird because I'm like the weirdo in the headphones. No, no, no. But I want to make sure the levels are okay. Yeah, you got to. Thanks. Yeah, these headphones are pretty squishy. I don't like them. All right, so dogs. Yeah. Well, hi, I'm here with Adam Ray. This is Sarah. This is Fun Employment Radio. um, Fun Employment? Fun Employment. Nice. Yeah, so we've been doing this for about 10 years now, and the name was really kitschy when we first started. Mm -hmm. And um, now we're kind of stuck with it. (laughs) I like it. I don't mind it, except when you say it all the time, it starts to get a little repetitive. Oh, that is oh un- I need to sound my phone. Nope, me too. Jesus, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's all right. It, was your At lady sending you another picture of a dog? <laughs> At least the ringtone wasn't like, uh, uh That would be super you know? awkward. Do you think somebody has that ringtone? Yeah, probably. Porn stars or somebody who wanted to be one or... Probably, like maybe Who selects mix. the orgasm... Uh, <laughs> You know, email alert. That would be super awkward if you had that, and I'm sitting. Is that even an option, you. or am I just talking about something that doesn't exist? Oh no, I think that everything's an option. I think that that probably does exist. Yeah. We had a, a guest in here once. I won't say who it was, but he was showing us something on his phone. I'll say a carrot top. <laughs> and he was showing uh, showing us something, and he forgot to uh, shut the porn window that he had been watching. Oh, this was a few no. years ago. It was. Dude, porn on the phone is such a 1998 thing. It you absolutely gotta, was. You gotta like. Here, I'm going to mute this really quick. I'm going to tell you who it was. Oh, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was like big butt. Like, oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it well, was pretty I mean, solid. Big, yeah. Well, I mean, you have to. Isn't it so funny, just even the searches? <laughs> There's, um, I feel like you got a problem when you get real specific with your porn. You know, mm-hmm. when you're typing in like, you know, big butt, like big butt stepmom finds young son, who son's <laughs> friend in basement. Helps him with schoolwork, then gets him back on the right path. He, you know, you know, starts <laughs> working at the porn. soup kitchen, you know, and then they, you know, just. Um, I saw a guy on a plane once. Watching porn? Oh, with no headphones. <gasps> oh, come on. Volume up, and none of the flight attendants uh, gave him a hard time because they were in the video. No. And, uh, <laughs> they were like, that's my work. Finally, get some appreciation. But no, it was. It was wrong, man, on many levels. Oh, and that's... I took a video of him and zoomed in, like, you know, from sitting behind across the way. Took a video of the guy, his feet up, shoes off, watching porn like he's in his uh, living room. And uh, took a vi- zoomed in on the porn, posted on Instagram. Sadly, uh, nothing I've posted since or prior has gotten more likes <laughs> and more that's comments. That's always the case. <laughs> and then Instagram was just like, yank and pulled it down. And we're going to take that shit down. Yeah, which is... Uh, which is which is weird because like there's there's a lot of porny and provocative stuff yeah. on Instagram. What uh, how do you feel about the uh, the gals that post a lot of uh, you know button boob pics? Good for them. Good for I them. mean, like, yeah, if they it. if they get the following Everyone's that they looking want, for validation in their own way. Absolutely. I do have a little bit. of I mean, I'm not one of those gals, but you know, do do your own thing. Yeah, it's it's always like I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about it in comedy. Like there's. Some a few female comics that post a lot of that stuff, and I'm like, again, I, I try to meet myself in the middle with like, get your likes and your followers however you want, but I'm like, you know, but then I'm like, well, these are, the, but then there's certain people that you're, you know, um, cultivating as far as your following to come to your shows. Well, it's kind of it's two different sides of the coin. Like you're like, saying, that's like, not a co- like that's this isn't what comp like. Yeah, it's like you want to be appreciated for your comedy, but then I you're showing your boobs it, all the yeah. time. And yeah, like, but you and, want to be taken seriously, but yeah, I know. And then and then you're like, but you got all these followers, but it's not. It's not what it's about. Right? I mean, it's like a double edged sword. Like that would be like you wanting to be taken seriously, and then like showing your dong on you know Instagram all well, the time. Well, look, and I challenge accepted. <laughs> and uh, I'm more of a calf guy, though. Mm-hmm. You know? I did the stair Just stepper, a little sexy leg. Did the stair stepper real hard <laughs> from seventh grade till about freshman year of high school. Perfect. When I just thought like calves is what girls wanted. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you um, go to high school in Seattle? I did. All right. I lived in dress. Seattle. To short, I went to. Um, I lived there in the early nineties. Uh, nice. Went to Catholic school there because my parents uh, grew up in the Navy, so my parents were really scared of us going to public school in the big yeah. city. What Catholic school? Because I uh, didn't go to one, but I always uh, bought weed nearby one. Our Lady of the Lake. Our Lady of the Lake. It was in Wedgwood. I know Wedgwood. Yeah, yeah. Our Lady of the Lake. Yeah, it was weird, too, because I moved there. My sister and I moved there for – I was in sixth grade. She was in fourth grade. Um, but everybody in that school had you know been together since they were in preschool. And we were the wow. first new kids ever. 
So that was a little bit of a shock. There's no rule book for being the new kid in school. There isn't. I think it's a, it's a blessing and a curse because you get a chance to come in with a clean slate and rewrite your story. Did you ever have to be the new kid? Um, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no. But I. Um, but that was really beautiful the way that you said that. I'm like, I'm trying to think of it as a blessing. It always kind of sucked. <laughs> well, I just think like there's like a it is nice like to be able to rewrite though. You're right. But I think as a kid, we don't look at it that way. You're just straight up like, oh man, it's so daunting to have to find new friends. Oh yeah. To even find your first run of friends is a <laughs> right. challenge that I think a lot of people aren't up for. But like, you know, my mom was going to move us when my folks split. Thanks for bringing it up to <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> Because her folks were there, and she's like, oh, I can get some help, and they wanted to help her get a job, and they want to be around us. And my mom didn't move us because I had, like, a, a good group and, and base, and she wanted to, like, wanted me to see that through. Oh, that's really big awesome. Because I don't know what my life would be like wow. if I was, if Oklahoma was in my backyard. We almost moved to North Carolina. Wow. And that dude. was the same thing. And thankfully, we ended up just being rerouted to Bremerton. But nice, yeah. Which is the uh, you know, North you know Carolina, where Atlanta the is. Northwest. It is. It's pretty gross. Bremerton, Jesus. <laughs> yes. I don't know. You get oh, in, I'm a Bremolo. In yeah. Bremerton, you get to hear things like, "Hey, did you hear what happened at that Arby's last night?" <laughs> oh yeah, right. It's perpetually stuck in 1998. Damn. The stores, well, the not, people. Okay, you need to say something a little bit more negative to get me to <laughs> not know. want to get on board with Bremerton. It's pretty amazing. Like the prices are still kind year. of reasonable. They are. Yeah, people are. They're living in a little bit of a time capsule. In oh Bremerton. yeah, it's a big military town too, right? Yeah. Yep, that's how we had to move there. Yeah, it's like a lot of beards, a lot of guys that are like, you know, like, I'd love to take you out on a date, you know, maybe play some competitive Uno, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're into it, you know, maybe 69 on my brother's couch. <laughs> Down next like, to the shipyard. Next to the shipyard. <laughs> yeah. There's like, yeah, there's always, the characters there, I think, are a little more um, just... Uh, they're... They're special. They're special. But also, like, that's every... People, when they say to me, like, oh, do you like performing here here? I'm like, well, there's people that want to laugh everywhere. And also, like, is it crazy to perform, like, in a place like... Like, I'm going to Enumclaw. I had that written in my notes. How did it come to about for you to perform in Enumclaw, of all places? Well, I'm just... I'm really good with transitions. Yeah, I know. Thank you. It's like Bremerton to Enumclaw. Next week, we're going to go to the Dr. Phil stand-up. I haven't been there in a long time. jacked up to perform there. Yeah, how did that happen? I mean, look, you get a stand-up agent. they, They go... They bring you work. And yeah. It's like a good paying gig. And People it's like, want comedy little, everywhere. Exactly. It's a little theater downtown. and um, But I've been getting so many messages of people that were like, I never could make it up to Seattle to see you. You're like living. One guy was like, dude, you're two blocks away from my house. Like, I can't wait to see it. Like, that's got that's me a little cool. scary because uh, I'm just like, <laughs> is this guy going to, you know, try, try to coerce me back to his pad to, yes. to get high? Which I'm always like. You're always dumb. Would I, you go I'm, to somebody's house? I've gotten a little better at. Uh, not accepting the um, the invites to go party post show because like you know it's just gotten a little dicey sometimes. I think I like to see the good in people and be glass half full and mm-hmm. trust that someone's uh, got the you know my best interest at heart. But like, I mean, I was in Austin once. It was when I was opening for Bobby Lee and and oh, he was a drink and so. You know, we'd hang out. We always would go get a meal post show, and then he's like, "Go do what you want. I'm gonna, you know, probably go play video games and masturbate and go to bed." And uh, at one point, he on brand. Bobby would always do these things with me where he, would, you know, to to use the gigs as bargaining chips, and he'd say like, "I'm gonna take away San Jose, Phoenix, and Minnesota if you don't do X, Y, and Z." And uh, you know, one time he forced me to eat oysters, and uh, otherwise he was gonna take gigs away. And do you not time, like oysters? Oh, d- despise. I think they're just... Disgu- I don't know why you'd want to eat something gelatinous. It just tastes like oh, garbage it, and it, like salt. Oh, it just also... The, the texture and the sound, it was just too squishy and queasy. So and squishy. it's just like... I don't know. It was it was just not a snack I wanted to put in my body. It's not delicious. But I added like six of them and, uh, <laughs> and he just laughed. And then one night, I was defiant one time when we went to a um, like an AMPM or something. And, and he was like, let's take these over-the-counter um, uh, you know, boner pills and then go off on our own... And, uh, and text each other when it's happening. And I'm like, no. <laughs> that is not I go, I will gladly give up the rest of this tour. Oh, my God. To not do that. And then he was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Oh, so that was the line. Yeah, the boner that was, pills. That was the line. <laughs> Look, I'm sure that there'll be a time when I need to get going with those. But, yeah. You know. But now's not it the time. It could be two years from now. It could be 20. Well, you know, every day that you don't have to take a boner pill is a good day. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I just found out that my stepdad was rocking him, which was like... How did you find that out? Oh, he... Man, we we just... 
I think I was like, yo, where do you want to go for dinner? He's like, dude, I can't stop fucking pounding extends. I was like, <laughs> that is not what I asked. <laughs> um, no, he, it came up, I think we were just talking about getting older and he said, what is he, 76? And the things that you have to do to kind of make things still yeah, work a little bit. Yeah, he was talking bit. about just trying to, trying to find more time for, for he and my mom to spend together and then it, that somehow got into that. And <laughs> That's sweet. I <laughs> heard them doing it once. When my grandparents passed, both within like six months of each other, which was crazy, my oh. mom's folks, and we were down there in Oklahoma, and my mom by herself had to like clean their place out and do all this, and I went down to help for a little bit, and uh, and I heard, you know, my mom's just very sad and emotional, and my stepdad just, you know, took advantage of her being vulnerable, and uh, that was a joke. They're, they're in love, they're married. <laughs> it's yeah, like, you know. but they love each other. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> she probably, you know, look, you need a... You need to, to, you know, get your get your groove on when you're going through <laughs> all that. Both make ourselves feel a little better. A thousand percent. Yeah. But I heard it, and it was oh, and it was uh, again. I was like half like oh god, and then I was like, well, you know what? I am glad that they're still. I mean, my grandparents told me they were still um, getting down. They alluded to it at least. Uh, up until, and they were both in their late 80s. That's so healthy. See, I come from a Catholic family, hence the Catholic school, yeah. where sex is not talked about ever. And if I, I if I would have heard my parents, I think it would have been very disturbing for me. Yeah. I don't think it's something you want to hear. <laughs> I don't think but so happens, again, like you, you want to, I mean, I never walked in. My mom walked in on me getting a hand job once. That was... Oh, Jesus. Yeah. She didn't see because I was like turned away, but like... Man, and it was the first one. My mom always, because it was just her and I, you know, and she was doing the single mom thing. My sister went away to this girl's school for a little bit, uh, kind of boarding school. Mm-hmm. And um, and my mom just, you know, again, trying to play both parts and not knowing when to do what and what was the right move and, and trying to be cool, but also like, I think this is what, like, like this is the guy, what the, a dad should be doing, but I'm going to try to fill the void here. And she was like, keep the door open. Like, I was downstairs. Oh, and, uh, the door this, open. This, you know, shitty little duplex type thing, and I was downstairs. Keep the door open, so I'm like, all right, well then I'll just be quiet and make sure that if I do, you know, get to experience some uh, some festive feelings, <laughs> that I'll try to contain it and not just scream to the mountaintops. <laughs> yeah. So I'm doing that, you know. So because of that, I'm mean, like, yeah, it's just very qu- quiet, and then she, all of a sudden she was like, "And you guys want some cookies?" And I was just like, "Oh I was shit!" Over, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> Mom, get out! Yeah, it was pretty traumatic. <laughs> that would be horrible. Yeah, but it was it, it was oh. such a I mean buzzkill, cockblock, whatever you want to call it. It was just by the <laughs> way, buzzkill and cockblock sound like two beach cops from like the late eighties <laughs> that you didn't trust, but you always went to because they like somehow solved the crime. <laughs> That's solid, right? Like Aaron Buzzkill and Randy Cockblock. His name has to be Randy, or maybe it's co- maybe Cockblock and Buzzkill are their names. I think, yeah, I think that's their last names. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Do beach cops even still exist? I think so. I haven't been to a beach in a while. You, do you live? You live in LA, right? I live in LA, or but I'm pretty. Uh, I'm, what? It's pretty beachy over there, minutes right? From the beach, yeah. We get over there a lot. Do you go during the summer? Every now and then, I used. To, Manhattan Beach is like a real nice spot. It's. I mean, it's it's uh, a lot of cash is down there. Pete Carroll uh, has a had a place down there. It's just that's a real Seahawks guy, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. real. Uh, Real nice uh, community, but it's a bubble. It's like people that are down there, mm. they got everything they need and they don't really leave too much, um, but it's just so nice. Yeah. And uh, if I could live somewhere uh, near the water, that's probably where I'd go. But I don't get I don't get to that uh, part of town too much. There's a comedy club down there, but everything's just in, in the middle of Hollywood. The yeah. The clubs. The, the tar- comedy cellar. The targets. Yeah. The comedy store. The comedy, comedy store, store is in New York. Is, wait, um, which one was the one that you, with uh, Joel McHale? With the Dr. Phil thing. Oh, that was at the Laugh Factory. Okay, and that was in, that's in New that's York? in Hollywood. In Hollywood. Yeah. All right. So I watched that. Holy shit. Oh, you're cool. broken and hilarious. Oh, thanks. That was really solid. Uh, did anyone know My that you were even going to come out? the funniest thing he's ever seen me do. It was amazing. I was sitting in here like cry laughing. I wish I knew, I appreciate it. I wish I had watched more of his show though because somebody, there's something called The Ranch, I guess, that he does. I think it's maybe where he sends like troubled Youngsters, I don't know. I wish huh. I wait. I, he sends children places. I don't know. It, somebody messaged me and was like, "You need to have said said reference something about him sending a kid to the ranch." You know, and that's the thing is, I'm just not as privy to his. Um, you know, the, the turnabout ranch. Okay, what is that? Residential treatment for teens. Are you yeah. looking for help for your troubled teen? And the f- troubled is spelled wrong, so that makes me feel Yikes. good about it. 
Um, yeah, when it's time for change. Therapy, academics, and hard work come together to impart lasting and powerful change in teens. Yeah, so I wish I knew more of that to bring to the table in, <laughs> during my the, the improvs. But also, I'm like, how many people would have known that? Like, Yeah, that's very specific. How many people watch Dr. Phil and know like what he's about other than it's like – and also, it was more fun just to like do the voice and then just freestyle. So yeah. I did this uh, pilot presentation that, um, that I put together and where I played three different characters in full prosthetic – uh, an old lady psychic medium and this uh, really nerdy pimply kid and then uh, who wins a celebrity lunch to eat with Joel McHale and then uh, the old lady psychic medium and you know David Keckner is one of her clients and Ron Funches played the uh, the young hot up and coming medium that lives that works in the same building that comes over to talk shit oh that's amazing and, uh, and then this um, uh, sassy hairstylist is that guy and uh, that I was looked like Dr. Phil and I got Thomas Lennon to play uh, my receptionist gay lover and uh, so the guy, that guy, the, I looked like Dr. Phil, but that guy was like very much like this, like where he's just like, you know, I've got two tattoos. I've got a Harvey Milk tattoo on my shoulder and I've got a Got, Mac, got Milk tattoo on my, well, you know where. Oh Rhymes God. with butthole, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and so, but I looked like Dr. Phil and I had spots that night. And I was like, uh, as the old lady psychic medium, I went to the comedy store and did like a really lounge singer type thing, which that whole clip's on my YouTube too. If you just type in Adam Ray, I think old lady. And uh, just did musical crowd work off the crowd as this old lady, and and uh, all my callbacks were like, like I'd be like, what, 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 you know, what do you do for work? And this guy be like, construction. I was like, oh, I'm gonna play with myself later. To the idea of you building something, you know? <laughs> oh my god! And uh, is this like mostly kind of improv that you're going with oh, inside it's all of improv. the? Yeah, yeah. There's no game plan, and so so Joel was like, well, you look at Dr. Phil, you should go do it as that. And I was like, oh, that's that's funny, and I do his. I do a Dr. Phil impression on Adam Carolla's show every time I go on. I'll oh. just find some way to insert it because people have uh, kind of you know enjoyed it. And um, and so I was like, oh, I can do the voice, and I do look insanely like him. It you know, was eerily like, similar. The suit was like a little you know poochy, but um, so I went up there and just imp- improv the whole thing and brought a few people on stage, and it was really fun. I mean, it was almost more f- fun than being me. Uh, I was going to ask you, like, being in the prosthetics, is it kind of fun oh, to be, like, yeah. hidden and oh, be able to unreal. just... Yeah. Yeah, it's, I felt like, I mean, there was just a lot more leeway to say things I normally wouldn't say, and... and uh, Like the rubbing on the futon. <laughs> what did I say? The Rub- rubbing on the futon thing. Yeah, but even, like... Yeah, even... I like, like misdirection in comedy. That's... it's Like, even, like, this funny. guy, I pulled a, a... There's an Asian kid in the front row, and... and uh, and I was going through his stuff, and he had like a, you know, a selfie stick at one point, and I was like, "Oh, an Asian guy with a selfie stick! Oh yeah, that's this big surprise, you know." And uh, like just being a little more like jabby with things. Oh and, yeah. But uh, <laughs> Doctor Phil is my buddy knows him really well, and he hit me up, and he was like, "Dude, this was super disrespectful. Like, he's actually a really good guy." I'm like, "Yeah, you dumbass! Like, it's clearly a goof. Like, mm-hmm. I'm improvising the whole thing. Like, you've told me." Many times how good of a guy he is. And I was like, if anything, you should send this to him and be like, hey, get this guy to come on your show in full prosthetic, pretending to be like your brother that's trying to reunite with you. That like, you know, and I could be like, you know, you know, Doc, you know, Phil actually stole Marvel. I'm actually I'm Bill McGraw, okay? And I'm I was the original. You know, like <laughs> that's a Phil. funny bit, but I that's was like, hilarious. why don't you take that take instead of like coming down on me and, and being like, dude, why would you make fun of my pal, you know? Well that means you're also doing something right because if like it's that good of an impression. Also, Dr. Phil is a caricature. Like He knows voice, it. He's a he's billionaire. Doing, he's he, give a shit. he does he gives no shits. He also like cuts to the core of people. And some of these episodes, especially like the weight loss ones, mm. like he'll break people down and then always cut to commercial break before before they can really explain where they're coming from because he knows it's good ratings. So it'll be like, you know, Karen, you are 529 <laughs> pounds, okay, and only four foot six. You are too big, all right, to, to, to be outside. What you need to do, okay, stop stop dipping Pop-Tarts and Cool Whip, wrapping pizza around the base and putting baked beans down the middle, you fat bitch. We'll be right back. <laughs> And she's like, no, 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 but I'll tell you what. Like, no, wait, no, eat your words. You're wait. probably hungry. We'll be right back. You know? Oh, my God. Yeah, he's abrasive. But that's why people watch. It's good TV. Yes, he's mean. Yeah. I, do know, I don't know any casual Dr. Phil fans. Like, it's like someone either watches Dr. Phil or they don't he's watch it at all. He's one of the most famous. I would argue that, like, look, if you look at, um, you know, Beyonce or uh, LeBron James, like, um, you know, Ellen, in, in the, like, the talk show world, I think people that are... You know, in the limelight consistently and that long mm-hmm. on that stage, like, like talk show, athlete, musician, actor, like those, all those avenues, I think if you're crushing it, you can be, like, I'm sure Dr. Phil is world renowned, right? 
Sure, I think so. I bet he could walk into like a Quiznos in Malaysia and people would be like, <laughs> oh my phone. God, what's a Cash Me Outside girl really like, you know? Yeah. Oh, Remember that girl? Yes, of course I do. Dude, she's got a music career, I think. I know. It's, yeah, that's kind of. I want him to have the uh, girls from Two Girls, One Cup on and be like, so what? what is life like post, <laughs> post eating, eating poop? Like, what, what do you do oh, for work God. now that you. That was a dark time on the internet. That, do you remember Glass Ass? Do you remember cake farts? No. Oh, oh God. Well, you have your Saturday. I'm set. very excited. Cake farts is a girl sit well. <gasps> oh, so it's like is cake. it like glass ass, but like with a cake? Well, what's glass ass? That's uh, a guy sits on. Oh. It's. And cuts his butt up. It's off, and then he sits, on, and then breaks, and then. Wait. It's and All then right, pulls well, it out. Cake farts is, is yeah. much more family friendly. Okay, this it's is just not a, uh, a pretty gal uh, spreading her cheeks, sitting on a cake. <laughs> The noises and what happens to the cake. Look, there's no defecating, so it's, you know, you can keep your stomach intact. It's truly, I've showed it to three people over the course of about 10 years, all of them crying laughing. <laughs> because it's so silly. And it's so, there's just certain things where you're like, I never thought I would see that. Yeah. Right? You and can that's I tick that be, off the list? Hilarious. <laughs> oh it would be great if you showed somebody and they're like, dude, finally, man. I had to wait how long to see something like this? Well, I know my co-host is stuck downtown, so as soon as he gets back here, I'm going to show. Cause I, will, I won't, don't want to watch it alone. I kind of want to pull up Cake Farts right now and have your audio reaction. Let's Are we see. taping this? Yep. Wow. Oh, it's being recorded right now. Yep. All right. YouTube. Well, course, hopefully we're taping it. I mean, that would be kind of not helpful to promote you at Helium Comedy Club all hey, this weekend. Tonight Two and shows tomorrow. tonight, 7.30 and 10 p.m. tomorrow night. This is tonight's February 7th, 2020. Here's what's special about the shows, too. Tell um, us about it while I look up what so Cake So in addition farts? to uh, an hour stand-up, Cake Farts. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for this so to be so my So that's so matter-of-factly. <laughs> yeah. By the way. Cake Farts. We got we to gotta do uh, a check, too, because... When I when I decide to look up the amount of views on Two Girls One Cup, which yes. by the way I made a reaction video that was Kermit the Frog uh, watching Two Girls One Cup. <gasps> Will you please do a little Kermit? And then, uh, well, it was basically Kermit the Frog being like, "Who are these girls?" And they, <laughs> look, I mean, you know, Piggy would never do something like this, but you know, on the Muppet Show, we were all about diversity. Um, but I think when they when they did that video, it got so popular so quick. So I did I had this Kermit puppet from when I was a kid, and I had him watch it and then be like, "Oh, this is so gross." And then pull out a bottle of lotion and start whacking off to it. <laughs> it went viral. got six million views in like a week. Holy crap. Perez Hilton read. All these people were picking it up. And I was like, I was like, oh, man, this is really cool. Because then I started making more YouTube videos to try to capitalize on some of the, 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 the two girls, one cup buzz. <laughs> uh, but then there was a moment where I was like, dude, what if I don't do anything as as good as this ever and people like, look up Adam Ray and it's just the two girls one cup yeah, like dude, Kermit masturbating or I go like on you know the Tonight Show which had Leno at the time and being, so tell me so, so you see these girls pooping on each other right and you're thinking to yourself gold mine I gotta take advantage so you got this Kermit puppet you haven't got so what, what, what is, what's going on so first of all do you, you know have, you know with an ice cream or with a poop we're still trying to figure out you know Laurel or Yanni like this is the conversation so so that oh that God. video has so many views and I was like I wonder and shortly after Obama got inaugurated, right? Mm. So then I was like, dude, I was having a conversation with a, with a buddy and we were like, this thing has so many views. And then I was like, I wonder if, you know, first black president, like the inauguration speech, I bet has a shit ton of views too because it's just such a historic, amazing oh, yeah. moment. Yeah. And we looked it up, Two Girls, One Cup had more views. Obviously, I think it came out <laughs> a couple of years prior. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know. More people are discovering it every day though. to do, but still I was like, this is like, a true sign of just where the heads of America. That's pretty accurate. Lie. Um, All right, you got cake so farts Adam just up. helped me pull up cake farts. Now I'm in my computer's going to be inundated with like porn. So appreciate or that. baking recipes or <laughs> baking and porn. All right, so here's cake farts. You have to watch it with me. I don't want to watch oh, it. By I myself. haven't seen this in at least two hours. <laughs> All right, so there's a cake. Just opens on the cake on a counter. Like, wow, what a delicious. That does look like a good cake. I'm going to guess oh, around God. for cake farts. cake farts. You got it. What in the world? Oh, no. Oh, she doesn't have any pants on. No, but she takes a lick of the icing. It's like she's almost pretty, but like... By the way, no. very home video. She's like... It's shot in the kitchen. Okay, so she's no pants. Yep. She's like Tank little... top. Oh, she's climbing on the counter. 
I think this is the first. I don't she's think I've ever watched cake down. porn with anybody on the show before. Oh, she's getting like loosey goosey. Okay, there's a butt. Oh, there's there's other things. Now she's oh, okay. squatting over. Like now she's, she's squatting. <laughs> oh God. This is going to go in our best of reel. <laughs> oh, my God. Watch this. She dipped her butt cheeks in the cake, and now she's got... <gasps> oh, my God, Adam. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Oh, my God. This is awful. He's, this like, is... hypnotized, Nick. He's staring at it. I mean, it's... I can't, I can't even look. <laughs> she just dipped her butt in cake. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. God. That is just disgusting. Oh, my God. That's the worst. Oh, What boy. is happening? This is awful. No... Oh, oh, when is it going to finish? I think there's at least five more minutes. Is it, but no. we can skip ahead to the... Is this the conclusion? No. It looks like it's almost to the end. No, it's not to the end. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, gross. Yeah, you can turn it off. Oh. But now, well, we have what to watch, like, the last two for? seconds. All right. I'm sorry. Oh. Now there's pop-up that? porn. What is that? Do this while jerking off to grow your cog one inch a week. Oh, my God. Wait a second. This video right now is... What have you done? I'm sorry. You're going to have to get a new laptop. I know. I'm going to have to burn this. I'm sorry. Well, thanks for pulling that up. Well... Thank you for sharing that with me. Look, again, it's like that was shared to me. It's a gift that keeps on giving. You ever heard of paying it forward? (laughs) I feel broken. Awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. No, By the way, I'm not into it. that. It's just a. Uh, <laughs> also, Adam again performing tonight and tomorrow night Helium Comedy Club. Oh, is that it? No, no. That? I was just oh, saying God, that. Oh, thank God. Uh, so Let me we try to redeem. We will not end on that. So you were talking about feeling like free under the prosthetics and stuff of saying things, and I know that you do a lot of voice acting too. Yeah. yeah. So you got to be Slimer. Yep. That's pretty fucking cool. That was cool, yeah. So see, I went from the butts to the Slimer. That's no, cool. Good. It was. And then Shira. Shira was cool. Were you a fan of He-Man when you grew when you were growing up? I was. Uh, Did you have Stinkor? Because he was my favorite. I had Skeletor. Okay. Who's Stinkor? He was one of Skeletor's bad guys, and he was. You know how they had the gimmicks on the toys? Oh, so you like the sidekick figurines? A little bit because they had like the gimmick. Like he smelled uh, like a skunk, kind of. Yeah. Like they all had like their different yep. things. So he was like the stinky one. Yeah, they uh, that whole franchise. I mean, look, everything's getting a reboot, and like, I mean, even Ghostbusters, and that was cool because. Paul Figu put me in the heat and spy, and then oh, put me a little awesome. bone in that, and then, and then I was like, oh, I bet no one's doing like they don't need somebody famous to do Slimer. It's not like they're gonna, you know, get Morgan Freeman to you know be like, you know, I'm Slimer, and like please, don't, you know, I, the Ghostbusters are my enemies, you know, and so uh, that's not a very good Morgan Freeman, but uh, it, uh, I it made was a, close. I made an audition tape that um, was me as Slimer. It's on my YouTube page, which I bet, bought this Slimer mask on Amazon that. Had the face cut out so you could see me. And then I just did this, like, as if it was Slimer auditioning for the movie. So I was like, you know, what's up, Slimer? Like, and I don't know really why I have to audition. I was in the first two, but fuck it, I'll play that. It's a Hollywood That's game. That's funny. And then I did the real voice a few times and then did a bunch of uh, uh, th- just short, quick scenarios where I was like, this is Slimer, you know, waking up, realizing that he overslept through his Bikram yoga class. And so then it would just be like, you know, a quick jump cut. And I'd just wake up and go, look down on my watch and go, Fuck! And then just jump cut. To, Here's Slimer hitting on a girl at a funeral and a bunch of things like that, just to try to have some uh, some funny in it. And that's, that's it amazing. And then uh, I went to do ADR for something uh, for the movie, and then uh, and I opened the thing and it said Slimer, and, and it was really cool. And that was my Ghostbusters. That was my favorite um, part of Ghostbusters growing up. Oh wow! I mean, Bill Murray and Slimer. Were my oh favorite yeah, parts of Ghostbusters. And um, so that was really cool. And then the the Shira thing. Uh, you know, I, I met the heads of casting for DreamWorks on a plane to the Montreal uh, Just for Last Festival and, you know, been auditioning for years for stuff and it's just like anything where it takes time to figure out, you know, your pipes and what you can do and mm-hmm. what your, you know, s- strong suits are and and uh, they've been trying to cast this, you know, Swiftwind. She was talking horse sidekick for a while. With the wings, I had, yeah. I had Swiftwind, yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, and so that was that was cool, and it helped get me more into the DreamWorks Netflix uh, animation world. That's like, like a foot in the door, at least yeah, for like totally. that huge company. And yeah. it was, and they they've done so many cons, Comic Con, New York, all these, and haven't asked me to be on them. They've had all the main characters because it is definitely a, a supporting side character. But I was like, wouldn't you want like a comic to be on the panel for these things? But you know, people nerd out so much about these shows. Oh, I yeah. watch some of the panels on YouTube. It's like 
you know, they're funny to a, a certain extent, but these guys just want to hear them talk at length about the show. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, I don't even watch it all that much. So it's like <laughs> Do you I've ever seen, go to cons for anything? Well, I'm doing one finally, going to VidCon uh, in Anaheim in April. Oh, that's to, awesome. To, with Shira to do that. But so I'm, you're going to be on the panel and you could talk totally. about it. Yeah. I'm hoping that uh, I'm uh, on this cartoon that comes out on Hulu in, I think, March uh, called Crossing Swords. It's from the guys that do Robot Chicken. Oh, awesome. And um, I did a few episodes of that. Because you worked on Robot Chicken, too. Right? Yeah, and then yeah. met Seth and then... They uh, brought me in, and it's me, Tony Hale, uh, Breckenmeyer, Seth, um, uh, Adam Pally. Tony Hale uh, Buster? Yeah. Oh. And uh, Wendy um, Mick, uh, what is her name? The mom from the Goldbergs and Bridesmaids. Mm. Anyway, it's like a filthy medieval time show, but it's all claymation. It's so fucking Oh, fun. my God. That sounds and, great. Uh, and it's on Hulu. They 13 episodes, and I, they're uh, getting ready to write season two, but... So that that I think we're gonna go to a bunch of um, like South by Southwest and stuff. So that those will be cool to do panels for because yeah. you're up there with other actors and comedians. Everyone on Shira, they're all just actors, and you know there's a few comedic actors, but not like um, you know pro comedians. Well, so. and those like cartoon people like a real I don't know they geek out. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been to Comic Con? Uh, yeah, but not not like the big one in California. I've been to uh, one in Seattle, and then we have like a few of them here How in the Portland. Seattle? It's good. It's yeah. huge. I went to that years ago, but then we have Rose City Comic Con here, Whoa. which is enormous, and you can't even move in there. And this, oh, the smells—it's just very. What kind of smells you get? It's such bad smells. Cake fart smells. It's so many cake fart smells, <laughs> and like just—I don't know. It's like because um, people get this thing called the con funk. Yeah. Have you, yeah, and it smells like how that word sounds. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like, going to be exciting for it's you. It's like a mix of like having bathed in a minute with like beef jerky that's been sitting in the back of your that's car just, too long. It seems like things that haven't been cleaned need, that need to be cleaned. Are you worried about the um, the coronavirus? I just saw that there's – so Forest Grove is right outside of Portland and mm-hmm. somebody's just been diagnosed with it there. Fuck. Yeah, this morning. I just saw – that was one of the first things I'm like super – are you? Because you travel around a lot. I mean, yeah, that must be something been, concerning to you. I've been seeing the mask a lot. I don't know if I'm going to do the mask. Yeah. But uh, I don't think I could commit to the mask. I had to do the mask when I had um, uh, the flu, a really bad flu, and my doctor was concerned it was going to turn into pneumonia. And he was like, you've got to wear this mask if you're going to go anywhere or be around anybody. And uh, and it was weird. It did, yeah. It made me feel a little bit like... A superhero. I did remember I was in traffic once, and a guy. I don't have road rage, but I definitely have no problem like honking a horn, throwing a finger up. Me neither. You know, but it's I don't get. I can contain my emotions, so it's like I can casually flick someone off if they've wronged me, uh, or not uh, said thank you when I let them merge. Yeah, no, I'm joking. I'll do Mine is the most. Pa- I just do the passive aggressive wave thank you as of I like course. cut in front of someone. Yeah, just yeah. Like- so this guy uh, was tailing me, and then tried to go around me, and then I went around him. And then pulled up right alongside of him, and just also I like to just when people have done that, like, and you go out of your way a little bit extra, and I pull alongside of him, and then I, as I'm pulling up, I go, oh, I'm wearing this fucking mask, I need to like get right parallel to him, and I and, I, and he looks over at me, and I just do a slow turn, and he was already looking at me, and I'm wearing the mask, and his face was priceless, oh, and, and we're sitting there at the light, and I just like slowly raise my finger up like that with the mask. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, just for the just for the 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 humor of the moment. But well, if you feel like you need to wear wear the mask, because I don't want you getting that. Well, now that it's in Forest gnarly. Grove, yeah. Yeah, just one case. I think we're okay. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And I think she was on like a cruise ship or something. I that's where that's coming from. Try to not buy into too much of that national hype with that stuff. Yeah. I feel like just wash your hands. Hopefully, I think maybe yeah, I don't know how it's passed. Actually, it's a very WebMD approach. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I do though start to get a little more honed in on like, you know, like I sneezed four times in a row a couple of days ago, and I was like, "Fuck, I've got the coronavirus." You're like, you know? I'm dying. Yeah. Where you just like you don't know something that happens out of the ordinary medically, and you're like, I mean, WebMD. Google don't it. don't look that stuff oh, the, up. I once had like a a sore like left side of my rib, and I looked it up, and it was like liver cancer. And oh yeah, like, Jesus <laughs> it's Christ, eating away at your I bones. Doing? Way too high to be <laughs> trying to solve my own medical oh my problems. God. Well, when you do have shows like yeah. tonight, seven thirty and yeah. ten, and tomorrow, um, do you come out afterward and let people like get a chance to go say oh, hi, yeah. shake your hand, Dang give you the pictures, coronavirus? Uh, got a bunch of merch uh, dropped off. Uh, some beanies, some hoodies on my album. Oh, you have um, beanies? Oh, yeah, they're great. Oh, that's awesome. I wish uh, I'd give you one if we, well, if you come to the show. Or, yeah, or I think I might be able to, yeah. That'd be uh, awesome. They're real comfy. Um, but yeah. There's my beanie right there. I'm, I'm a beanie the girl. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is a beanie state. That's why I brought some mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, I think I... All year I, round, I feel like. I have, like, as many beanies as I do, like, pairs of shoes. I love that. Yeah, I like to coordinate them with everything. I'm always kind of sad when the summer comes around because then I have to just wear the hair. The summers up here are pretty nice, though. Oh, they're beautiful. No, I mean, I love the summers, but I miss the beanies. Yeah. That's all. It is nice to have seasons, though, right? Yeah. Oh, that's... I mean, L.A. Because you don't get that rules. in L.A., do you? Yeah, I mean, I grew but up have... within Seattle, but the sunshine all the time is pretty nice. Yeah. But I miss days like this, a little bit of cold. I like to be able to wear a, a hoodie, you know, and it's... I mean, L.A.'s got a, a cold that bites every now and then, mm. but uh, not enough to want to make you move. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think... This is riveting weather talk I right now, by the way. I think that we have gone full in, circle. Just in, we couldn't... We already... We corona, can't go any more edgy cake. than the cake. But this has been um, such a delight. Do you think the band Cake... Uh, should like make like this like one of their music videos just make a song called Cake Farts or just Farts I guess yeah I mean this is for another podcast I feel <laughs> I know and you have your podcast too I do about last night yeah um, and it just relaunched just relaunched uh, without my uh, my uh, my co-host Brad Williams who has a Asian dwarf baby now so he's a dad <gasps> okay I was wondering if that was what it had to do with yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just, you know, 500 episodes. We've been doing it for about six years. And, that's amazing. And uh, he just was done. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's he amazing. was, you know, it, it became, he asked me to do it when we started, and then it kind of became, you know, all on me as far as to, you know, take, take it up a notch mm-hmm. and progress it. And it was me being like, let's, you know, uh, get merch, let's get a website, let's get these postcards made, let's, I'm going to put all this money into getting better equipment, I'm going to upgrade my apartment and make it more studio like. And, and he was real, uh, cooperative with trying to you know meet me in the middle on on costs on some of that and sometimes not and then i'd be like well i'm just going to do it anyway because i i want us to be better i think yeah with the caliber of guests we're having and i think the sh- where the show's headed i think we need to be you know invest in ourselves and um and not everybody thinks that way and and but it was you know great for the apps but it became exhausting i think for both of us yeah and and, so, and shows evolve like it doesn't mean yeah. that you oh, know no, and not, i love and now yeah. doing it and the format and still having guests and, and i mean i've just uh been um excited to do more stuff that i really couldn't do when you have somebody else with you and i'll have a couple people when i call them the peanut gallery to be on every show to kind of um just assist with like a uh you know more cohesive conversation mm-hmm. um but i'll still like i had fortune theme strong last week and oh very Marshall cool mccarthy's coming back in a couple weeks and harlan williams and and um steve O's on next week and and uh and all people that we've had on before that that i'm you know, more comfortable than I thought interviewing somebody by myself mm-hmm. and not needing somebody else there. But And then I have a podcast called Fourth and Forever with Mark Sanchez, which is on uh, uh, for Showtime Digital, which is a comedy football podcast. Oh, so that's awesome. You like football. You like to giggle. Mm-hmm. And where can people find that? Oh, that's on iTunes and YouTube. Okay, and is everything, are all the platforms? Spotify, my albums, podcast, Spotify, iTunes, uh, YouTube page, Instagram's Adam Ray Comedy, Twitter's Adam Ray Comedy. Awesome. I try to post a lot. I'm not good with like, Man, it's such a tough thing to try to remind yourself to always be in your phone to be posting, uh, yeah. especially stories or going live. But I try to post a couple of videos a day at least. Awesome. But the Dr. Phil stuff is up there. Go check that yeah, out. Yeah, it's there and it's hilarious. And yeah. all the rest of your stuff is too. And Thanks. this has been such a fucking awesome day- way to spend my Friday morning. You're a morning. great host. Thank you so you much. A great setup. I love it. <laughs> really appreciate Sometimes it. It's a roll of the dice when you're like, oh, I'm doing a podcast. I know. Right? I really appreciate that. Because uh, Helium in particular like really took a gamble on us because we've been had a relationship with them for years now. And it's really nice well, I to trust be. Nick. You know? Yeah. Oh, and Nick's just I'd the go coolest. Anywhere. If Nick was like, dude, I found the new cake farts, I'd be like, send me the link. <laughs> send me the link. I gotta In say fact, it. send it to my family. Oh, my God, yeah. cake farts. All right. Well, sorry. thank you so much for coming on. I'm so sorry <laughs> for showing you that. I'm no, that's all right. This, I honestly, some no, interviews blend together after time. I can honestly tell you I'll never forget this one. Great. Yeah, thank you. For for your stellar conversation, not for cake farts. Never forget because you're like, I will never have him back. Like, <laughs> no. I need to make a kill list now if people didn't. Not have back on the show? Never. Never. All right. Thank you so much. Great to meet you. You too. All right. There you have it. There was my interview with Adam Ray. Adam Ray. I did miss a lot there. And um, I am bummed I wasn't here. Very funny. That was, I was cry laughing at multiple points during that. Well, thank you for doing that. And of course, course. you're an amazing interviewer. Well, thank you, Greg. That's so nice of you to say back at you. Oh, well, thank you. Oh. Oh. That was weird. Yeah, that Let's was not weird. not compliment each other. It makes me uncomfortable. It was really awkward. And we'll promise everybody listening that that won't happen again. No, like that, that was just too much. I'm sorry. We went over the line. It was far over the line. Way too far. Uh, something else, though, I want to say is thank you to 
one of our sponsors, and that is Block Advisors. Oh, Block Advisors. Yes, indeed. So we were just blessed by the presence of one Gilbert Gleason yesterday on the blessed. show. Blessed, if you will. Blessed. Gilbert Gleason, of course, who is our accountant, and we want him to be yours as well. He's, uh, he's seriously, he's just a great, great guy, and uh, he's handled my taxes for years. He handles our business taxes. For years. For years. Yeah. yeah, for years. Like, I don't want to go to anybody else. And podcast taxes are weird, in case you um, were wondering. Yes, they are. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it, so we're Unfortunately, very grateful to have him. Yeah. yeah, and so he's a great help, and you can call him and set up an appointment yourself. So it's 503-233-0447, 503-233-0447, or gilbert.gleason, which is G-L-E-A-S-O-N, at blockadvisors.com. Awesome. Uh, or just go to blockadvisors.com and do it there, too. So, yeah, Gilbert, really appreciate them, and we really appreciate H&R Block uh, for handling ours. So and we really them. appreciate all of you for listening because we get wonderful sponsors like H&R Block. Yes. And Block Advisors because of fine folks like you. So 100%. thank you. Yep. Thank you for your support over the years. You're awesome. Side note, and I'm not trying to double up uh, sponsorships on one episode, but uh, follow Black's Pest Services on Facebook because their posts are always awesome. Oh, yeah. They always have a pet, uh, an employee of the day, and it's always, I can't it always makes it's me always happy. It's always like a fluffy dog or a cat. There's been like mice. It's it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I think you did just double up sponsors, Greg. Well, you know what? I made a mention. I can't help it. Uh, <laughs> I like our sponsors. Uh, and I me love our too. listeners. So thank you again, seriously, to everybody who listens to the show. Uh, thanks for following along with us this week. And again, thanks to uh, big thanks to Helium Comedy Club for uh, providing us with such talent. Yeah. Also, on Sarah X. Dillon's <laughs> no. Instagram account, I encourage you to go there right now because there should still be a story Probably up. Probably for another half hour. Now, here's the deal. What? Sarah kind of cheated a little bit. This was supposed to be a much longer post. Did you take it down? No, I, it stays up for 24 hours. I okay, swear Okay, it's still to there. Yeah, I Go there right now to Sarah X. Dillon's Instagram account. Look at her stories. She tried to bury it in a bunch of other stories. Oh, yeah, that's how you do it. I, she I also did my bet. She also cut it down. It's supposed to be a seven-second long video, and she cut it down to like three seconds, so you're missing some of it. So she cheated a little bit. But nonetheless, it is there. I posted it. Pay it up for the bet. It's right there, so go there and... Uh, you said a story, I posted a story. Mm. I lived up to my bets. I don't want any grumbling about it. I'll put some more stipulations on that next time, yeah, but all well, right. Let's, yeah, so you have to learn. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, friends. Bye. Oh, okay. Hi. So Great, we're going to edit all that thing. into yeah. the podcast.